0: I'm Richard Randall, and welcome back to the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. It's the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate. And it does it with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb has the buyers.com. Barb, if someone is thinking of selling their home, what are some of the top things a home seller should not fix in order to prepare their home
1: for sale? Well, Richard, you know, it depends on the house, of course. And that's part of what we do. We do our free in home consultations on what to do and what not to do to get your house ready for sale. And you can call us anytime at 719 301 3900 and talk to us about that if you're looking to move in the next two to six months or so. Even even in a longer period of time, it's okay. Some people like to plan well ahead. That's fine. Um, But I can tell you that ask me first because really not all improvements will add money to the bottom line. Uh, I was just in a house last week in which it was definitely 70s time war, you know, very, very much dated. The carpet was probably 70s, (laughs) a little bit of wallpaper, a little bit of paneling. And so we sat down and we planned out a strategy on what improvements are going to bring them the most money without going too crazy, plus they didn't overprice. So we're getting all those things taken care of right now before we go on the market, because we know the pictures have to be right once you do go on the market. Now it's okay to market a home that has not been updated. There's nothing wrong with that, but you just can't expect the same price as a home that was updated. Um, So it really depends on the price range, the market conditions and what the area of competition is at that time. And we know that buyers will eliminate homes based on the online pictures, sometimes based on deferred maintenance. Um but if it's if it's underpriced, um then they're they're going to go for it. Like I had one uh, last year February and it was in Woodmore, beautiful lot with trees and views and all that. However, it was uh, 80s time warp, not updated at all. So he priced it realistically. We had a huge crowd at the open house and it ended up selling almost like it was remodeled. So that's a strategy and that's part of what we deploy to help you. Um, and you know, some improvements will not get you top dollar. Um, National Association of Realtors actually has a study out on it And they say you might be able to get a small percentage or even, uh, best case, 70% return on your investment for some of the improvements. So you have to be careful about selecting which ones you're actually going to do. You don't necessarily have to fix minor cosmetic flaws. Normal wear and tear is expected in most existing homes. It's just not expected in a brand new home. So little minor hardwood scratches, uh, grandfather building codes are okay. Even driveway cracks are okay as on, unless they pose some kind of trip hazard. Another thing that is might be a good thing to update might be lighting because lighting goes a long way just like flooring. But if it's a minor electrical thing, like a wobbly socket or a switch to nowhere. I think every house pretty much has one of those. Um, It's okay. In fact, leave just one thing for the inspector to find because that makes them happy (laughs) and they can justify their role. Um, You will have to fix on electrical things like exposed wiring, anything dangling, uh, electrical. Sometimes the inspectors will hit things like if... uh, A lot of people will hook up their garage door openers to an extension cord. So they'll hit that. Um, But exposed wiring is not okay. Uh, If the outlet covers are not put together, you should, you should get that done. That's a very inexpensive thing. And driveway cracks uh, or sidewalk cracks. Like I had one two years ago in which their, their front stoop had actually sunk. We see that a lot because, What they call that flat work around the house, the concrete around the house may not be part of the structure, just like the driveway, even the the concrete floor inside a garage is not structural, it's not up on footers. And it sometimes moves. So there's a very inexpensive application that you can do called mud jacking. And we can give you some great resources to get that done, where they basically drill a hole and pump concrete underneath to to raise it back up to normal levels. I've even seen badly cracked sidewalks repaired using that technique, and it looks great. It's just one less thing for the buyer to turn their nose up about. Um, And then, you know, you don't have to fix anything that's, that's not today's building code if it has not been remodeled. Uh, the inspectors are going to call it out regardless. That's okay. So like the eighties homes typically only had one GFCI outlet or two possibly, but um, today's code is they have to be everywhere. There's water Um, and don't necessarily do extensive upgrades, um, especially on a property that might have an issue that you cannot fix. Meaning uh, let's say uh, you're on a busy street, right? But you do a full-on remodel. You may not get the money out of it because there's going to be a certain segment of buyer population that's not okay with that. Um, another thing that you should think about is what I call a lipstick and rouge rehab. Do you like that term, Richard?
0: <laughs> I do.
1: I'm waiting for you to define that. Well, you can tell when you go in-house if it's been a lipstick and rouge rehab. Because the rest of the house is still kind of a mess. The pictures I'm showing you right now, this house, they did fresh carpet and new paint. And in a normal world, it it probably would have been okay. I'm sure that house is going to sell. But the buyers I took in there, the the part, I don't like parquet. It's like parquet tile flooring. It was in really rough shape. Uh, The paint on the outside absolutely had to be redone the stove, the bottom drawer on the stove was hanging out and you couldn't reconnect it. It really looked to me like this house was, and it was a formal rental and it had been beat hard. And all they did was just lipstick and rouge, carpet and paint, call it good, right? And the buyer's response to that was, uh, we're going to wait and see if the price goes down before we even consider this home. So um, there's certain things that you need to, if you're going to rehab, you got to do it right. Um, you do want to fix any minor paint flaws, little drywall dings, stuff like that, that's um, pretty easy to take care of. You also do want to fix faux paint is out of style, um, unless it's neutral and you can let it go. Also, accent walls are out of style. And I've actually seen Homes sit on the market and sell for less just because they had accent walls. I had one over on the west side of town where the home size-wise was fine. uh, Price-wise, it seemed fine. And I got a call from my colleague going, why is this house not selling? I'm like, "Uh, the turquoise accent wall and the, I think they had like a purple accent wall was enough to make buyers turn their nose up at it. So all we did was uh, neutralize the paint, boom, sold for full price right away, which wasn't very expensive, less than $1,000 to have a contractor do it. Um, some of the colors are out of style, although it's really hard to keep up with those. Generally, if the paint's in good, relatively good shape, a lot of people ask me, should I paint? I'm like, eh, you know, maybe, maybe not um if the paint's in good shape you don't really have to uh the what's going out of style of course are mauve. the grays are going out of style thank you very much the mustard my house is mustard going out of style popcorn ceilings have been out of style for a long time but it's a lot of effort to resolve those plus if it's built in the 70s some of the uh drywall texture in popcorn could have asbestos so be very careful before you touch it make sure you bring in a professional and then exterior paint of course curb appeal is absolutely critical but i had a house sell that really needed exterior paint and we just chose the best pictures and it sold anyway without painting it but you want to make sure for sure especially if you think your buyer is going to get a government loan like an fha or va loan that there's no peeling paint on the outside, no rotting trim. It probably will get tagged on an inspection. And that's part of what we do. We provide an in-home consultation on what to do, what not to do to get your house ready for sale. Um, and we'll tell you what a buyer should pay for your home in this market, a price range, plus how much you'll put in your market, in your pocket when it sells. So if you're thinking of making a move and you'd like to get one of those free consultations, give us a call at 719 719- or go to barbhasthebuyers.com. That website has been up since 2014. I have 27,000 buyers and growing on my website. Typically, I can match at least 100 buyers to any home. So go to barbhasthebuyers.com. Click right in the middle. If you are thinking of moving, find my buyer, or you can uh, download any of our free reports under the free reports button. Richard?
0: You're listening to The Real Estate Voice. That's Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And you can reach Barb and her team at 719-301-3900. If you're in the car and you can't listen to the entire show, you can always catch Barb on her YouTube channel. Barb has the buyers. Barb, what are some of the other things that a home seller should not do when they're getting their home ready to sell?
1: Well, it's funny, little things, Richard, like window coverings can date a house, especially the real heavy drapes sometimes are unattractive. So if, if you're going to do anything about window coverings, my best suggestion is just to take them down and put up shears, unless they have very detailed cornices or something like that. Um, but generally the heavy window coverings kind of don't work. You're better off just removing them all together and patching the holes. Um, Also, outdated appliances. So I don't think you really have to replace them necessarily. However, if you have a mismatch in color, okay, maybe. But one thing you should know is that the refrigerator and the washer and dryer are considered personal property. That means it's a gift to the buyer if you're going to leave it with the house. So you really don't have to uh go to a lot of trouble with these appliances. I've had people ask me should I upgrade the refrigerator? I'm like, "No, an appraiser only gives you $150 of value for each, and it's a present to the buyer, so don't do that." And then of course, clutter is absolutely critical. You need to focus on curb appeal, the front yard, the backyard, the living room, the kitchen, the master bathroom, and the master bedroom. Everything else is fluffy. And that's part of what we do is we'll provide a checklist to help you get through the process. But my best advice is take it one room at a time. Don't get overwhelmed. It's so easy to start in one room and then start another one and then nothing gets done. Um, But kitchens and baths, always everything off the counter. We have a checklist that helps you get your house ready to show and we can help you make it look like a model home. If you're interested in a free consultation, go to barbhasthebuyers.com, click on find my buyer, or if you want our free reports, click on the green button, um, free reports, or give us a call 719-301-3900. Richard
0: you're listening to the real estate voice that's barb Schlinker of your home sold guaranteed realty and if you are thinking of making a move you can reach barb at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com that's barbhasthebuyers.com a short break when we come back we'll be discussing how to get the highest price when you're selling your home stay tuned for that